Just shut the fuck up. You were ready though. You were ready as soon as God. Like it wasn't even early. It wasn't. It wasn't late. It was literally right on time. This is right on time. That's our guest, Rob. It's ready. Um, welcome back to Wavelength. Um, episode three. Episode three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we already started off goofy. Major, what's your first topic? Davies calling Old Town Road whack. whack. Back on our Old Town Road bullshit. I feel like we've talked about talked every about episode, episode, but every episode it's, it's always part. a different. Um, it's a, it's always a different flavor. Right, it's a different flavor of the week. Still whack. So for those of you who don't know, Davies was on his Instagram live and he was just like, "Man, this Old Town Road shit is kind of whack. I just don't get it." It was like I don't know what's happening with hip hop right now, and. When he did that, he experienced a lot of backlash. People calling him whack, and people just being in their feelings because they beat your fucking trash. Right, because they can't understand that that is an opinion that somebody else has. Um, I mean, I said this earlier, but like, I I always appreciate when people share their opinions on the internet. But like, at a certain point, like that shit gets vicious. Like, people on Twitter are just wild and mean as fucking bored with nothing else to do. So they just like, or like. Just need to find some sudden someone to clown or make fun of for that day. Yeah, I don't know. And also, like, his opinion's bad because like where he like from his perspective, like this this is just fucking whack to him. Like he, all the song isn't made for him, right. and obviously. I, and I was telling you just earlier that like Dave East is a New York rapper, and he makes rap for pretty much New York. Like, I think that's the thing for most New York rappers is that they don't leave New York when it comes to their music. So, it's very embedded, especially since hip-hop started in the Bronx, it's very embedded in, like, this is what it's supposed to be, especially with him being signed to somebody like Nas, who was definitely, who was considered one of the greats. And, and like, to have that originality and try to keep that same sort of style of what hip-hop and rap is supposed to be like and i think that's what like davies is coming from you know like new york rappers just generally like i say generally because like people like Takashi can not came from like new york so like but and he got his style from dmx yeah but like they generally tend to like uphill like traditional like rap values i guess whatever that mm-hmm. is i don't know it's it's just like interesting to like hear another person like because like i fuck with the track but like not, not everybody feels that way, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the thing that fucks me up about the track is just... There's so many songs... And the reason... Like, alright. So the reason I relate to what Davies said... Is because there's so many songs that have been coming out lately... That are literally just one-hit wonders. But at the same time... People always come with the argument... Like, I don't know what's happening with rap right now. Or I don't get why this is what it is right now. Like... If we were to go to Wikipedia... Go to YouTube and just be like searching for 2000s rap songs that we listen to in a car on the way home from school or whatever. I'm sure there are at least 10, 15 artists that we listen to that our parents were like, what the fuck is this trash? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Is this trash that my kids are listening to right now? You know? And so on the flip, I don't, I think it's just a difference in the extremes that we're in. The cool thing to me is that there's artistry that is unparalleled right now. You know? Like, the fact that he can make that song and have it be considered hip-hop and country, 
cool. And have like the majority of the culture like accept it and accept him. Yeah. And have Billy Ray, Billy Bobby Bo <laughs> Simpson on that shit. <laughs> on that shit. I'm being disrespectful at this time. Find me Billy Ray Cyrus. I do not I do not knock them for that. The track is whack to me. The track doesn't it, it like the chorus is catchy. Like sure you got the horses in the back. But then you're riding a real horse, so you don't have horses at the back. You have a horse. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That nigga has a whole horse. He's confused. He's riding on a tractor with lean in his stomach that's not safe for him or the cow's flatter. I'm sorry, right? Lean in the process. He probably, I don't think he's never done a day of farm work in his life. That shit is hard. Anyway, track is whack to me. I don't think anybody needs to defend Dave East because that's a grown ass man. Uh, I think the internet going to be the internet. Facts. Like, Facts. We Dave, can't change Twitter. Nah. Like, had Dave East, and like, I, fu- I fuck with this song. I'm sure Dave East fans would have been like, yo, Dave East, you're, you're fucking bugging right now. You know? mm. So. Um, more news related to Old Town Road. Uh, there's some beef going on between Ebro and Academics. So, like, Ebro also, like, tweeted that he thought the song was, like, goofy. And then academics out of nowhere just like comments saying like, oh, if you think that shit's goofy, why is it on like Apple Music's playlist when you're the head of rap and R&B on Apple Music? And he kept going back and forth and back and forth. And the whole thing's just fucking pointless in my opinion, you know? And at the, when, like, at the end of it, uh, Ebro also attached like a, uh, well, oh, attached, like a, a retweeted uh, a video of... Nipsey calling like DJ Academics whack of himself or something like or whatever problems he had with DJ Academics. Yeah, I've seen a clip like pop up in like my newsfeed a few times, but I just never clicked on it because like it never like really grabbed my attention that much. But, like, yeah, and I, I don't, and I don't even think I think Ebro is valid. I think DJ Academics is like I would even say out of line, but more of just like being unnecessary because at the end of the day, Ebro has been on the radio for like over ten years and. Like, his job is to stay on top of current music. So, of course, he's going to add this on the playlist. And then also, at the same time, Ebro's only one person. There's millions of people in America. So it doesn't matter if Ebro thinks the song is goofy, thinks the song is whack, he likes the song or not. Because if the rest of America is bumping to it, it's going to be on the playlist. It's going to be on the radio. It doesn't matter what Ebro thinks of himself. He has to put it out because that's what people want to hear. Like, that's literally just trying to reach the audience that, like, wants to listen to that. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is why, like, and so it just seems like all of it was unnecessary, and I think academics is whack, he's been whack, and he's a bitch-ass nigga. I just think, <laughs> facts, I just, I thought it was really funny, like, when Eero was just like, oh, Ak is trying to get hot again, and then Ak slash Ak was just like, boy, like, fuck. I was wondering, I thought, damn, right. God damn, fuck it. You really were about to roast me. And you uh, uh, no, I was like, <laughs> oh, because, like, I was just like, what do you mean? Like, you've been not hot for, like, the last seven years. I'm just like. Oh, he, because yeah. he was just like, you like, you haven't been irrelevant since, like, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. But, like, what what does academics really do? He has, he has his little thing on a. Everyday Struggle, and he has his YouTube channel, and he just. Who, but who watches Everyday Struggle since Joe Biden left? Fair. It's still getting decent views. It gets decent views, but it was but it's still not at the same place that it was. Similar. And DJ Academics also, while he is a, I think we said this earlier, he like he's a commentator on music. He's a persona that people can look to to have and keep up with what's happening in hip hop, and which is exactly what Ebro does. 
But Ebro has done it for much longer, is much more experienced, and has spoken to much more artists. He has much more experience in the field. That is it. And he has been there since, I would say, pretty much the beginning um, to at least actually know how the game has changed and has been formed throughout the time. And, like, know what will actually sustain itself once, like, people do drop their songs, you know? Like, he's not, like, academics. He's just, he goes for, like, what is hot. But I feel like his... Not necessarily his credibility is loose, but more of his his re- like, his reasonings for liking music. I feel are, are loose. His his criteria is, is weak, right? And I feel like that's what it is because even when like and when I would watch Everyday Struggle and he would have his arguments with Joe Budden, and obviously he could have also obviously have changed his criteria throughout the time as well. But compared to what Joe Budden would try to look within for the music and what uh, DJ Academics would look for. That's only, he only looked at a small part. He was like, "Oh, the beat's fire." Well, there's more than just a beat in hip hop. Like, what are you saying? And like, but also like, it gives like the audience a perspective of someone who's like doesn't really think about all the aspects of the music. Shit, there's probably scaring me too. Think about all. You have the windows open. Oh yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, but it's like, cause like not everybody thinks about all these aspects of the music. And like, I feel like academic is that like folk like that like personality that like some of the viewers can like latch on to like when they only care about oh the beat slaps and like oh yeah I can feel catchy like cooks and birds that's on top so would you consider that the difference between Ebro and academics Ebro is the more experienced artist yeah I, I, I no I think it didn't it does come down to like how long you've been doing that and like age and growth like how experienced you are like academics just been doing this for a few years now and you know, he has a lot to grow, a lot to learn while he's, like, making content and commentating on the culture. Songs to whack. Songs to whack. Songs to whack. Song slaps, though. High key. The beat slaps. The beat slaps. See, alright, fine, I have shit to say. So, Rob's not gonna be silent cool. We need to stop trying to justify that an entire song slaps because the producer was popping off. When they when they put that remix back out there, they took all credit away from that producer. Right? So, in the first place, the person who was slapping is currently not getting credit or, like, fame as we call it, success from the song. Now, mind you, that nigga's still getting paid, probably. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, like, like, bought, like the, all the rights to the beats, like, exclusive rights. Right, so it, th- that happened. So, cool. He got paid for that. He's getting paid every time it gets played because contracts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, that shit worked. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't intend to be. But what I do know is that they took his name off the beat, Right? So right now, Lil Nas X, yeah. Lil Nas X. Anyway, and Billy Joel, Joel uh, Cyrus is getting paid for a song that they did not credit the the artist, the original artist for. If you took both those cats off that track and put any other two random niggas on there and had them saying the same fucking words, nobody would care. My point with that is to say it doesn't matter who was on that track. What matters is the beat slap. All right. So getting back to DJ Academics. Sure, he's saying this beat is fire, but if you can appreciate and understand what the beat is doing to people, I'll give him that. Mind you, I don't know. I don't listen to him. I'm very ignorant when it comes to like. We just played it for him like ten minutes ago. Right, like I, I actively tried to ignore the shit out the song. Like, I told, I told them this. I would tell anybody this. I knew that song was whack. Just um, 
A, the artist name, and then B, the reaction videos and every subsequential pop culture video I saw on Snap, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, you name it. I don't feel like any artist needs to get credits for the work of the producer. I feel like, sure, if you have a cool hook, utilize that. But don't give me a hook with three good words, like I got the horses in the back. I have nothing else. I have nothing else that I took away from that song other than uh, I'm riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder, and I, I lost everything else after that. I have four words, or rather four lines, right? Even if I only heard it once, when you when you create a song, I feel that rappers disconnect themselves from the actual creation of the song. They're just trying to put something on the beat, and that's very different from hyping the beat which people have done since the conception of rap. And I'm okay with that. Like, you can get on a beat and be like, yeah, hands up in the air, wave them like you just don't care. Make that rhythm really smooth. Make that beauty really groove. Like, you can do it and, and get into a groove and make people sway and know you're not talking about shit. But then still acknowledge, yeah, that was DJ whatever on the track. He just slammed that shit. Blew my mind. Like, mm. give him that. Give him that shout out. Give him something to talk about. Jid did that with his most recent album all the time, right? Uh, J. Cole did it for uh, Middle Child saying, you good T-minus at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Migos does it sometimes. 2 Chainz does it all the damn time, especially on Pretty Girls Love Trap mm -hmm. on uh, Good Drink. He ends the song by going, A-A-D, uh, was it D-Will? No, it's um, Mike D. Hey, Mike D, you, you a living legend, bro. I really appreciate you for that, for real. Whole shout out. Talks about all the rest of the features. Goes through those niggas. Like, because the fact of the matter is you can't make hip-hop, you can't make music by yourself. So my long TED Talk <laughs> rant shit. Well, yeah, unless you're fucking J. Cole, Childish Gambino, insert other nigga that's just doing everything by themselves. But, like, at some level, somebody had to give you a mute, be amused, give you inspiration, do something for you. And you're going to see that creep its way in, especially for the real ones. Those are the people that I look out for. Those are the people that I give props to. Those are the people I call real artists in. Um, so, that to me, that's the first thing that makes old town country roads take me home so fucking whack is the fact that it's just. Oh, I thought you just curved <laughs> <with> you <messing laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's what it's called, right? Um, that's what fucks me up the most, you know. That's what makes it the most. Just I, I just can't fuck with it. I just can't get behind it. I just can't. Can you get behind all this Kodak drama? Hmm. That's what we call segue. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was smooth as shit until you fucking right <laughs> <a> finger gun. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking corny. Yeah, uh, Kodak was recently arrested. We're not well, arrested. Arrested, last yeah, last week at for, the border. Mm -hmm. He he got arrested for gun charges and uh, marijuana possession. Um, and he got like a release the next day or some shit like that. The video of the mirror was just actually kind of funny. Just him holding up the money from his head last he just like tries to avoid the camera. I saw that actually. No, that use the money as a fucking wall. Yeah, yes. use the money as a little like fancy. Yes, that's even worse than me. What up? Oh, Wait, what money? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you guys think about like um, I don't know, like Kodak being in this position? Because obviously he has been uh, in the news recently because of like 
just in the beginning for like Nipsey's death and the comedy he made from then and like the T.I. drama and now he got arrested. Like, what do you think his projection is of like where he's just going to be if he continues to be like, I'm going to call it ignorant state of not being fully aware of what, what he can do with the position that he is in right now. Interesting question. Um, Cause, I guess in another way, would you see him as another six nine? Not to the same extent, because six nine was actually fucking wilding all the time. But in the sense that, like, it's just accumulating over time of all this bullshit and being like, all right, like you, you've done too much. Like you're a danger to the public. <sighs> I honestly did not expect the, 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 just like talking about this topic to go this direction, but um. I'm not sure. I, I definitely do think. Um, well, I never said six nine. I definitely do think um, Kodak needs better like people behind him. Like I've said before, he needs better people behind him to guide him. And like, cause like some of the stuff he's just he's been doing that's just really dumb. Like the reason he got caught, like you told him this earlier, was cause he was in Michigan. Yeah, like he was in Michigan, and, and then he accidentally through. crossed the Canadian border to, like, get to New York and was trying to re-enter the country. He didn't even realize he was outside the fucking country. Right. Because that, that, that's like a... We, I mean, Rob and I did that trip. That's like an extra five hours if you go around to stay in the country. So, like, it makes sense of why he did it, but, like... But, like, at least be be aware of, like, what you have on you when you're crossing international borders. Right. And they, and they also didn't declare their uh, weapons when they got pulled over or like when they got pulled over for the inspection or something um they said the report said that like the second vehicle the they like the person reported that they had two guns when they actually had three guns but uh but like is that actual difference of like being like holding yourself accountable too you know thinking mm-hmm. like that's something that i don't believe kodak does and could possibly lead to his downfall because i don't think that he's holding himself accountable and he's so ignorant to what he can do because he is in this position of power due to his money that he will just do whatever he wants until it leads to his downfall. And that's just my take on Kodak. All right, but Kodak, get your shit together. But on some real shit, because you, you admitted when you started that, Randy, that you were going to accidentally say 6ix9ine, and we, talk, we talked about 6ix9ine doing some similar shit, mm-hmm. and he's just been wilding since he started and has continued wild. I don't know how old Kodak is, like 21. Okay. Like our age. So when I was 21. Right? Like, man. Like what? Two like, years ago? I think one of the first things I did, shout out my mom and dad, uh, and I say that because I don't want you to judge me any more than you already probably have this deep into the podcast, but I pulled up to the beer store in town, still in college, because it was like in December. People, other people were getting ready for finals. This was my senior year of college, right? And other people are like, yeah, Rob, we just going to go study and stuff. And I'm pulling back in from a trip back home to see my folks. And I grab myself a 30 rack and I shotgun like two or three beers that night. Mm-hmm. And then I had also had a bottle of I think Ciroc. And I'm saying I think because I really don't remember this shit. My point being, if I had the money that Kodak has now, God only knows what I'd be doing. If I hadn't planned that route over the summer when we were driving through Michigan to get to New York, I would have gone through Canada. Mm-hmm. I can't say I would have had stuff in the car. Like I would, I definitely wouldn't have had guns. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have had an AK like just strapped in the back. But like, right. who knows what I would have had in the car? Mm-hmm. So it, my my point with all that is to say, we we see this pop up often. 
are we right to judge somebody that's in a position of power that has never been in a position of power like that? Because who's to say that we wouldn't be acting the same way? Oh, yeah, that's a fair point, because, like, I'm not sure how I'd be acting if I was in this position, just, get, like, going from no one to having all this fucking money and, like, clouds behind me, like, I'm not sure how that would affect my ego. That's, all right, that's true, but I also feel like at that point, you also have to acknowledge the influence that you have over people um, by being in that position. Like, whether you want to or not, by being in that position, you have an influence People listen to your music for a reason. That influences their emotions, their mood, how they act in some ways. You got a hotline, you're not, you're like, nigga, fuck that bitch. And then you're going to go around to your next girlfriend and be like, nah, fuck that bitch. Like, it's the same mentality that you can possibly pass on to somebody else. And so you do have to be mindful of what you do. Or you don't have to, but you should be mindful of what you do. Because what is going to stop the next person from making the same mistakes that you did and do you want the next person to make the same mistakes that you did no i must say you have to because the fact of the matter is if you're not mindful at least of yourself and checking in with yourself to a moralist like an inner moral standpoint your own compass what are you checking in with and i and, and i'm not saying everybody needs to live out here like mother Teresa, but the fact of the matter is if kodak for example was in his song to say like uh fuck specifically this city in Kansas, I'm going to go there and I'm going to shoot these niggas up. Like, that specific section of Kansas is now marked. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're saying, you have the power to do that on instant. Mm-hmm. The same level, if you say, all black women ugly as hell, I do not feel like that. I need to clarify immediately, <laughs> my black women are queens, all women, we can get into a whole different discussion. <laughs> like, like, black women are queens, um, empresses, if I dare go so far, and I do. So, in the event that you run into that level of power, yes, you have to be aware of it. Yes, you have to be mindful of it because you can't keep saying you can be or you should be because that's what leaves the room for people like Kodak and Takashi. Um, really entered a lot of, like Lil Xan, for example, changed his name back to his original name, Diego, because he was tired of people using him as an excuse to do Zans. He didn't want people to keep doing that. He felt bad putting that into the atmosphere. Lil Pump has said, I'm tired of people using me as an excuse to do all these drugs, right? That being the case, they recognize their influence. If they're recognizing their influence, they're seeing the impact it has, okay? The impact that it has came from them doing something because they didn't see anything wrong with it. So Lil Pump popping Zannies and drinking lean and all that shit, he didn't see anything wrong with it. He still drinks lean. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't tell people to do it. He probably still pops Zann. He just doesn't tell people to do it, Mm -hmm. okay? That means like glorify it anymore. If that's the case, all you're doing it for is just either A for a check or B because somebody else told you to. That's not fixing the problem. So if Kodak started getting his shit together and started like not representing that lifestyle, it's not because Kodak doesn't want to from a deep inner standpoint. He just wants that check again. So but what's been solved? I think we can all just in the sense of like not to distract us, but I think in the sense of like Look at 21 Savage. When he first came out, he was on, like, some, like, oh, I'm going to come into your house and kill you and pistol whip your bitch, right? Like, exactly. But, like, look at where he is now in the sense of the, what he has on, um, I Am, I Was. Like, that is a very reflection. Yeah, it shows, like, his growth as a person. Exactly. And he's really, he's talking about a lot of real things. And I feel like 
that was 21 acknowledging the power that he has and transform and like and transforming himself to be in a better position to share a better message. So why can't someone like Kodak do the same? Because thing? the way I feel about that... I don't think that, he's there yet. I don't think he's that like mature of an artist or even his mindset is even close to being there yet. Beyond even as artists, there are people first. So one, I... I well, I should rephrase. I don't think he's there yet as a person. Like, where he... Alright, so, alright. Two two questions, one comment, starting with the comment. Okay. I apologize... Well, two comments, then. I apologize for all the fights I'm about to start. Two, I myself do feel I can separate the artistry from the person itself, okay? First question, do you feel that you can separate those two things? Yes. Yes, for the most part, but... And rap, when the artist generally about yourself, it's hard to find a clear line between the artist and the art. Who tells you that it's about themselves? This is a, like, sub-question B. Sub like, question the B. art of itself, like, the music of itself? Because, mm. like, okay, so I guess it's not really about himself, but, like, we assume it's about himself because he's, like, painting pictures of this lifestyle right. that captivates the audience. So, high-key... That so it's fair for us, the audience, to assume that the artist is about himself, right? Because we're being told, we're being fed. This is about me. Mm -hmm. I am doing this thing, and also just like the history of rap is just like where you're at right now in your life, and just like talking about your struggles. Now, at a certain point in rap, Eminem started to exist, Redman started to exist, yeah. um, and Wu Tang. But I didn't uh, think I didn't think Kodak's playing a character. I don't think he is either. I'm not specific. I'm I'm trying to get to 21 actually right now. 21. I'm trying to get into the way in which he 21, 21. like. The way in which you just brought up the fact that he started it with an album about running into houses, pistol whipping, bank account, for example. Like, best example, right? He has eight shooters knocking at your door, right? Mm -hmm. That's a hook in the song. And then showing that growth to where he is, quote-unquote, now. We forget all the time that artists, when they're dropping an album, are probably already cooking up the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that nigga probably already knew where he was trying to get to. Which means his maturity was already there. Mm -hmm. So I, I threw that out the window immediately, right? If that's the case, when he's thinking about that stuff now as he drops an album about all the stuff he already doesn't support, his person is already mature. Okay. So that's not fair to say that he, like, 21 Savage in and of himself wasn't already on that progression arc. It means to me that he already was on that growth, part, growth arc, right? Yeah, but, like, I'm, I work, like, Personally, I wasn't, like, really thinking about 21 in that sense, but, like, I was more talking about Kodak. Like, I know, I know. Like, from what he's been saying on his, like, Instagram story and, like, how he's been acting, I didn't think he's, like, right far along on that arc of him growing as a person or even, like, being close to... I'm not even sure if he'll be or if he's that type of artist that we look to. But what I'm, content. what I'm trying to say is that if an artist is going to make content for growth and for people to see, like you said, if he's not on that growth now... What is going to stop a man that has the power of a giant from being a destructive force? What is going to make him say, I need to stop acting like this? The people around him. But he does. I don't think he has that either. Okay. Because just seeing people who are recording him saying reckless shit wouldn't, like, if you had, like, someone who actually really cared about your career, they would, like, say, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, it's okay to, like, be wild sometimes, but, like, like, when you're saying the shit about, like, um, trying to, like, call ass and Hussle's girlfriend. After, like, he passed. Yeah. Well, see, the, my other thing with that is that it's still coming from an external, like, source. The yeah, source being... Himself. Right, mm -hmm. the source being his career. 
So if, and it's not even that it's somebody else, because often we have loved ones be like, yo, you're acting freaking wild, right? That's where I found a lot of catalysts in my own personal growth. I have no qualms with that. My problem arises when it's like, hey, bro, your checks are about to run dry. Stop acting stupid. And he goes, okay, I'll stop posting these videos. I'm going to still go to the club, though, and I'm going to say some stupid shit to a chick. Because that culture is still there, mm-hmm. right? The, the subculture of him rapping about that stuff is still there. Him acting like an idiot is still there. It's not gone. So that's what I, that's why I was bringing up the whole, the whole dichotomy between him and 21. 21, while he was saying all that stuff, was acting a completely different way, right? There's plenty of artists like that. Yeah. Plenty of people that say one thing and then act a completely different way in person, and they do that so that you listen to the art, and then you think to yourself, oh, oh, if you really look. But Kodak's not doing that in any way. Kodak is in of himself always Kodak Black. And I get that. At some levels, I'm cool with that, right? On a different level, Cardi B is an always has always been a stripper from New York. And she's cool with that, right? Migos have always been trappers from Atlanta. And they're cool with that. I'm cool with that because, they, like you say, the artistry is who they are. Yeah, they've never pretended to be anything different. And I, I feel like hip hop embraces you more when you just like embrace who you are and just like put that in your bars and your music. But at the same time, they have also always been people. While they're out for a trek, they recognize that some of the stuff that they're doing is not above board. But they're not out here trying to destroy mass society. They're not out here just trying to be nuisances, right? So it, now, it's, now it's shifted from a question to just making a statement, which is. I feel we can't keep waiting on these people to change because because of a check. We need to stop giving them their check and then see if they change. Hashtag cancel Kodak. I don't even believe in cancel culture. No, no, we we talked about it. I'm not a fan of cancel culture. It's more of a little joke. I didn't think. Well, now I'm just ignorant. No, I do agree with that. And I feel like... um, Honestly, I would say I feel the same way about G Herbo as of right now. Um, for those of you who don't know, no, let's G- get into this. Yeah, G Herbo uh, was arrested about like like last week for uh, <coughs> allegedly beating up his pregnant ex girlfriend, uh, and then also like taking their son and then her like, son. And they go with G Herbo. I think it was both of their sons. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I'm wrong. Like whatever. Um, either way, he took a kid. A child. <laughs> he took a child. <laughs> took, took a child. Um, had some nigga drive off of him. Right. Um, and I feel like that is, like, some, like, in the sense of my own moral, like, my own moral compass, like, that is not a position I would ever see myself in. I would not let, let something be like that, right? Yeah. So, I cannot support an artist, and yes, I can separate an artist from the artistry, um, but I feel like, in a sense, that is a direct representation. A direct representation of not who they are, but some of what their mindset, their ideology, and how they think. And I believe that type of disrespect is some is not something I can support, which is why I will not be listening to G Herbo, at least for a good minute, at least until he can hold himself accountable, at mm-hmm. least. Um, and, um, and I don't want to say, like, and it's funny, because I was just like, damn, like, I'm sort of have to, I, I said it to myself, like, I'm canceling G Herbo. But like at the same time, I don't believe in cancel culture. So I'm just, that. So I'm just not listening to it here. But that's all it is. All Be- it is. Because I can't support that type of ignorance because that is not something I would want in my life. That's not something I would want to pass on to somebody else. And it's not something I believe that should be happening in our society. Um, and like, yes, there's ignorance. And like, I forgive people for their ignorance. But like at the same time, 
understand that you're better than that. Like, understand that you can talk things through. You're not in the streets anymore. There's no reason to hit anybody, regardless of what happens, you know? It's all just pride at that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, why is your ego so fragile that you have to resort to that? So, you know? apparently, like, the, he claims a reason he did that is because, like, she still, like, a lot of jewelry from his mother, like, a few, like, 100K worth of jewelry from his mother. So, like, but that's still, like, no reason to, like, lay your fingers on. Not only, like... A or, pregnant woman. And if, even if that, that, that was the case, why don't you use that knowledge instead of being ignorant and pulling up on her? Why don't you use that knowledge to go to the police, the, the same police officers that arrested you, and be like, yo, they stole my jewelry. I'm not trying to get arrested and beat this girl up. So can you please take care of this situation? Because and How do you think the culture will look at them if you, like, went to the cops? Went to, that's more respectful like, than beating or, somebody up, oh. especially a pregnant woman. Like, Facts. that's, I respect somebody, like, no, but I'm like, no. Situation then, instead of, like, taking it into their own hands. I agree with you there, but, like, in an isolated situation where he did, we, like, like, in a world where he didn't be his girlfriend, just went to the cops, how do you think that would be received? Because, like, there, there I, is still, like, that hood mentality where you can't, like, press a cop or that, like, snitching. Well, okay, and Going that's true, like but, nine, like, like, you have to find that answer within yourself. Because it doesn't, he, uh, all right, so he found out, let's say he found out that, jewelry got stolen now at that point he would have had two options to make and that's either pull up on this girl or try to find out how i can easily solve the situation without anybody being cause harm right because the only thing that he has done is taint his own name by having all these reports of him beating up his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend by if you really think that going to the police and reporting something or just going to court to try to gain your possessions back is looked at worse than beating up your ex-girlfriend. Oh, no, that's what I'm not... No, not I, I, I know that's not what you're saying. I'm saying that, for instance, from his perspective, from the people that believe that he did the right thing. I'm like, not even sure if that, like, going to police even crosses my thing. Like, just but that's what I'm saying. Like, that, and that's, and that's the like, ignorance within him. Yeah. Like, being knowledgeable enough to say that there's a better option that I can take to make sure that I don't fuck myself over, that I don't fuck her over, and that everything's perfectly fine. That child is probably traumatized because of your own ignorance, because you chose to do something the wrong way, right? Because it affects more than just him and her. It affects that child. It affects everybody involved in that situation. the child that she's carrying. Exactly. Like, it affects, like, that's, like, why would you cause more harm for such a simple material item. And like, yes, that's over a hundred thousand. That's, that's a lot. But at the end of the day, those are material items where you, you can fight for in court. Like emotional damage. You cannot, yes, you can, I mean, yes, you can sue for emotional damage, but like, that's something that you can't necessarily like defend. You know, that's not something that you can necessarily fight against either. Like just because you're angry doesn't mean you're innocent. Right. I mean, but on, even on some other shit, before even assault, you could just, Break into the house, steal the jewelry back. Like right. you clearly knew where she lived. Like you could have just had some of your guys right. like go there and just like steal the back. You could have gone there yourself yeah. and kicked the door. To, she, she. I mean, she did kick the door down. That was like, apparently what happened. Like, like he, he, like he, he could have just took the jewelry. He didn't have to lay hands on her. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, it's. I don't know the whole situation. I wasn't in the fucking house. Who knows? Maybe that's what. Like he pulled up on the crib. That was what he started to do. She started swinging on him because we always. We often get into these conversations. We forget that people can swing back. Yes. Um, so who knows? Maybe he he called it self defense, but nah. There's no reason to be like beating somebody up to that extreme. And also like the fact that you broke into like her space and her property. Right. You property. were in the wrong. Like, in the you were in the place. wrong in the first place. Even though she was already in the wrong for like the nah, in, 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 in that it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Right 
it, it doesn't negate the fact that you're in the wrong, that you, yeah. like, trespass on, like, her property and, like, then proceed Facts. to assault her. Facts. Yeah, this is going to get even more depressed because now we're on to Nelly. Yes. Um, so, YMB Nelly, like, got her Y-M-B. life. YMB. <laughs> too many niggas. <laughs> too many, nah. Too, 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 many, too many abbreviations from names, like... All, uh, all starting with Y, because they're all young something something something. <laughs> young broke boy, young not broke boy, young maybe broke boy, young never broke again boy. <laughs> young niggas with attitude. Nah, it's too many niggas with young in the name. Continue. <laughs> um, a while back, he got arrested, and he was facing charges, so allegedly he murdered two of his friends, and it was like premeditated. And now we're getting news that he's being faced with the death penalty. So like the... Uh, See the Florida views they can confidently prove that he had premeditatedly like thought about killing his friends for like financial gains and other reasons. I'm not sure if like any other rapper has like I'm not sure who else has been like put on death row like not actually death row but like because like there's a high chance like he could actually like get evicted like convicted for this and like die you know. I do not have a list of wanted convicts in the rap game, but convict music for one, uh, Def Jam records for two. Oh, I think that's like there's mad niggas that have existed that are still bangers that have killed niggas that have killed friends yeah. that have committed sabotage, espionage in their own clique. Um, I say that to say. One who knows how many people would be in jail and would be on death row. Because that's the whole thing. You don't get caught. You'll never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, I, it's like, yeah, I feel bad at the fact that this man may lose his life, but he did take two other niggas' yeah. lives. Lives. Wow. Right. Lives. Um, so, like, it, it's, it's one, I'm not a judge. And I mean that in the truest sense. Being like an all powerful, all omnipotent, omniscient judge, like I can't, or even like a judge professionally, right? Facts. I have no degree in that. Like I, I and like we even like the the case to go on, so we even know like all the details yet. I agree with all of that. At the same time, I still feel bad for Melly. Yeah. Simply for the fact that I do. I think there is a chance that he has some type of mental illness, and like just because. Unless he was really, like, planning this shit out for, like, months and months. Because, like, in the sense of, like, his music. But, like, just in the sense of, like, somebody that seems like they might have multi-personality disorder or borderline personality disorder. I feel like it's very... I feel like it's the same situation that a lot of black men possibly go through because there is not enough attention on mental health in the black community. Facts. And so he is one of those products of that. And he's in the public light because he's a rapper. He makes music. And he blew up after he did that. So, like, yes, he could have gotten financial gain from that. But at the same time, I don't believe it. There's no way to negate that he was truly in his right mind. Like, and I think that's what has to be taken into consideration. Um... And that's the only reason why I feel bad for him because if he was not in his right mind, um, then it's just another example of a black male being executed for not having the resources available 
in the community to be in a better place in the first place. And that's truly, I think that's all I have to say for that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not really sure how I feel about this to be honest. Cause like after I first, <clears throat> after I first heard the news that he got arrested for this, I was just like, I started looking at his song "Murder on My Mind" a bit differently. Like I was just like, damn, is this song about him killing his two friends? Like that's like what I was thinking. But like, it's and, like it's, what? it's weird because like he, he was like on the rise. He was, I, I always just hate to see like new new stars or people with like potential like what about like, take careers, it? huh? What about take it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he, he literally made a whole song about him being, being on the run. Yeah. And he was like fucking doing shows and blah blah blah. blah like, well, like, he was like technically like running from the cops. Which is bad. Like, at the, and I think with that, like, um. Damn, I forgot where I was about to go with this. Damn it, I'm sad now. Mm. That's two. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, new music? <laughs> no. No, 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 not yet. Yeah, okay. Like... Little Dicky. Oh, yeah! Well, that could be on the new music since it is like new music, but like. <laughs> Little Dicky dropped a music video called Earth. Um, uh, seven minutes long. The music video is like gorgeous. It's in this like really nice, like fun animation style. It's featuring several like top artists like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Kevin Hart's in there even though he's not art, he plays Kanye. Snoop Dogg is in there. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people. What do you guys think? Uh, well, first, what do you guys think of that video or the song concept altogether? And what do you think it means to have an artist come together and gain all these other people and be like, let's focus on the earth right now. Let's like, let's talk about this one concept. And do you think that we need that more? I think it was a nice content, a nice thing to have, just, like, getting out, like, the drama and, like, trappings of everyday life, just think about something greater than us, because, like, scientists see, like, we have, like, what, 15 years to, like, drastically change what we're doing, or else, like, we're fucked. So, like, it is, like, a very important topic, and that needs to be brought, like, and all the proceeds from the song is going to, like, um, I forget what foundation it was, but it's some foundation who, like, helped the earth, I, I guess, I don't know, yeah, I looked into this. But, like, I do think it's a very nice instance to have, like, all these, like, musicians and, like, people who are very in the limelight that we all know, like, on this song for, like, a message. It's like, hey, we're, we're, we, we're on the earth. We should, like, love the earth and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I fucking love the music video. Like, some of the transitions were really nice. Like, some yeah. of the cinematography. Well, I might, would be considered cinematography since it's all animated. I mean, the animators are still, con- like, yeah, it's, it's somewhat it's, considered it's, cinematography. It's still directed, yeah. like, you yeah. still, like, have to, like, direct. You're still a director of photography. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I like the project. Like, like I wouldn't, like, go back and re-listen to the song. Like, it doesn't really have much replay value for me outside of, like, watching the, a music video. I agree with that. Like, and, like, as a song, I, like... Like, the verses are, like, super simple. Like, there's, like, not much to it. It's, like, kind of, like, goofy, funny, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to be that way. So, like, it's it's all right. It's, it's all right. No, it was definitely a statement. I, I yeah. think it was definitely uh, received very received very well as a statement. Because it was, like, as soon as it dropped, within hours, it was, like, number one. Yeah, it was, um, like, trending on, like, number one trending on YouTube and everything. Yeah. I haven't seen the shit. No, you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen the shit. Oh, well. Uh, we're not gonna sit here and I'm not, I'm and I'm gonna act like we are the world as it existed 
I yeah. fucking love that song. Like, right. I used to go to time as a kid. And, I, and that was the other thing I think is that he also was highlighting like there's more like there's other species on Earth that we need to focus on. Yeah. You know. Because, um, like, humans, like, we've been a very disrupt- like, dis- disruptive species, like, in our, like, last 200 years on this planet. And, like, what was, um, I'm good at least answer this. What do you think, do you think the outcome would have been the same if he just did that song by himself versus having, like, 20 no, years no, no, artists? No, no, Like, okay. I, I, he definitely had the, um, to do what he wanted to do, like, the, vo- the vocal support from other people and mm-hmm. just, like, play dudes, like, characters. Mm-hmm. And also, like, just working me working this, like, all these, like, people, like, we all listen to and, like, kind of, kind of fuck with are on this, like, same track, go check it out. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, accompanied by, like, amazing visuals. Right. No. I, I do think, like, the whole collective, like, having everybody on that track does, like, make it more impactful, like, to, like, penetrate ma- mainstream, like, cause, like, people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, crosses genres and, like, lines because people are going to be like, oh... I don't listen to rap music, but I fuck with Ariana Grande OD. But, like, the majority of the track isn't even rapping. It's just, like, singing. Well, yeah, you named and like two little R&B artists yeah. and a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot more people on there. I can, like, bring up the track list. Um, I got a cell phone. Yeah, just, just look it up. But, like... Shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I know. Where was I going? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because, like, there was only, like, a few, like... Lil Dick, you only had, like, one verse, like, at, at the end of the video, and, like, that was maybe not even last of a minute, and, like, everything else was just, like, singing and, like, yeah. the production of the song. But he probably wrote the whole song, though. Yeah. Um, I think there was only, like, three writers on that song, and I know he was one of them. Yeah. Um, I do remember my last point. I'm not bringing it back, just because we already moved on. Um, I'm sad again. It's exciting. I'm happier if I was bringing it back. All right, so Kanye's on the show. Yes. Well, he's actually not. Kevin Hart is. Kevin Hart. Yeah, ask Kanye. Um, yeah. I really didn't, like, check the charts for anything new that came out. So do you guys just want to go straight to artists, like, recommendations and, like, our spot? Oh. Yeah, sure. Tyler, the creators of fans have started a petition to lift his band from the UK. Wait, I'm sorry. He didn't do it himself? No, he did not. His he, did. Tyler doesn't give a fuck. What do you mean? Tyler does not give a one singular fuck. Um, That's why you write fucks with him. Exactly. Um, but obviously, the UK like released a statement again saying like we do that for the safety of our of our country or whatever. And they didn't even specifically like list name Tyler. They just said it as more of a broad statement of why they ban people. Um, and it was just like, he's like a danger to the public or like something close to those words or danger to the public and a whole bunch of words following that. It was like paragraph long. I mean, there's one word for this, a censorship basically. Yeah. But like, what is a, uh, he, he got banned when I, I believe like after like radicals or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So first, after such a long time period and after the growth that Tyler, the creator has had within himself. Should they reconsider that? And second, was it even <laughs> was it wrong in the first place for the UK to ban an artist because they are censoring his outreach? So and is, like, and is, it, and is it right for a country to censor the art? I mean, we're in America, so we're lucky we have freedom of speech, so our shit can't get censored. Like, oof, that. hold on, that. <laughs> 
Oh, Randy, go first, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, this is going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say my little piece real quick. Um, I mean, it's obviously interesting. I don't think it was a valid thing to, like, ban Tyler. Because, like, if you've ever, like, watched him, like, one of his videos or just, like, him talking as a person, how he interacts with people, he's, like, a fairly harmless person. He's like, a he, goofy-ass Like, he, he's, just, he's just, like, having fun with it. So, like... I feel like just heard like some of the like more risky raunchy lyrics of like some of his like older works, and it was just like oh yeah we like this person gonna start a riot or something like that. It's just like fear because like, I mean the government in the UK like has recently been shifting like more conservatives like you were doing the whole Brexit thing and everything. So like, but I do think like they should reconsider because like Flower Boy like shows a lot of growth like inner growth for Tyler as a person. Um. I was concerned all but I'm really interested in what you have to say, Rob. So one, kill people, fuck shit, burn schools. I got that backwards all over the place, but whatever. Fucking radical. Point is, Tyler Creator was always a weird spot for me. Um, from way back when we first dropped Goblin. Um, and I know that he has music from even before then, but he himself has addressed in odd future tapes, in separate projects, and features that people think he's crazy because of how he performs. This gets back to my earlier point about like how artists present themselves versus how artists actually are and what we pick up. So off of that, I'd like to say no, it wasn't really right of the UK to censor him. Because like you said, Randy, it's censorship. First and foremost, they're telling the art it can't be something. And that's art. It's meant to be beautiful. It's meant to just be art. Uh, for At least it ain't being him like from like being screened in the country or anything, but like, it's still trashy. Continue. The, the biggest thing in terms of the UK, whole UK banner thing, like, is there, it, at the end of the day, it is their system of countries, it is their system of nations. They have the right to yeah, choose. They have what that they, sovereignty. Right. And at the end of the day, they still can get the music there. He just can't go there to tour. Mm-hmm. And like we said, you just said, Tyler doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So if they want to see Tyler, they'll come see Tyler. If they, don't get to see Tyler. It sucks, but it's just like that. Uh, there are artists that we ban from our country. There are other countries that ban our artists too, uh, for various reasons. Yeah, I'll always look into some. But to dive into the whole topic of censorship at whole, don't give me the whole free speech bullshit here. Like there, are, there are countless artists in every genre, ranging from, and I say genre is the broad term of art itself, ranging from music. To, to paintings, to podcasts. Instagram currently is going through a whole discussion about nudity on the gram and whether or not it should be allowed to show up just in paintings. Okay, one, right? Crazy. What? Right? Okay, but people people sensitive about having their tatas. And it's always messy when kids get phones, when kids get involved. And the whole reason kids get involved, parents, is because you don't want to watch them. It's because they don't feel like dealing with them. You need a distraction. So here, take the phone. Take my phone. Get on Instagram real quick. Do it. Go whatever. I know Becky has one. Here, fine. Shut up about it. I got I got things to do. Go watch TV. But mom, is this TV show when I really want to watch. Everybody's watching Rick and Morty right now. Bro, you're seven. How do you even get the jokes? The only thing you understood was Pickle Rick. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so, like, it's, it's laughable, but I'm so dead ass. Like, there's, there's all these different different series of jokes and different series uh, series of music and songs like Tyler Creator for example that works his way into people's houses and he himself has said if I'm on your kids playlist that's your fault 
Yeah. If you didn't want him listening to me, him or her listening to me, then take the phone away. You're the parent. Yeah, the, the responsibility shouldn't be checked into the arts. Right? Make sure like their work is clean or whatever. No, that should be on the parents like monitor what the kids watch or like listen to. Because at the end of the day, and it, and I say this, and I've said this before in my life, I'll probably keep saying it. We don't get mad at porn stars. I mean, some people do. Yes, okay, right like fair, but some people get mad at fucking chicken nuggets. Like, they're, they're, my point is that people don't get mad when their kid first discovers porn. They don't write a scathing letter to porn of like, how dare you exist? How dare you show people what sex is on a record? Because they probably use it. Shut up. <laughs> Long story short. There's a whole level to the whole creative process that people tend to try and isolate and keep people away from. And inside of that is money. Inside of that is the nation itself. Inside of that is best intentions. And inside of that is just hatred. And I don't think anyone for any one reason has the right to ban an entire culture from exhibiting and experiencing something. However, as a sovereign nation, as the business or conglomerate that is paying the checks for America or what insert country A here to keep people away from things, sure, you have that right because you're paying the bills, because you're paying for Spotify, because you're paying for Apple Music. So. Mm. Mm. All right. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, it's this third time this charm. Now, can we move on? Let's so, like, move on. Okay. okay. That's already, that's already crazy about it. <laughs> Sh- shut the fuck up, man. Yo, this, this list of artists from that Earth song is, like, deep. Zach yeah. Brown Bed, Haley Steinfeld, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Boyz Khalifa's in this. Oh, Adam yeah, Levine, yeah. Sean Mendez, Charlie Pugh, Sia, Rita Ora, Miguel, mm-hmm. Katie. My God, this shit is deep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Star set up cast, I guess. Tory Lanez was in this shit. Backstreet Boys? Backstreet Boys. Uh. Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. Oh, yeah. He that nigga was like the turning point of the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there was just like a huge shift. Like, Why can't we all be like Leonardo? Like, <laughs> nah. Uh, my recommendation or new music is uh, Lizzo. She dropped her album, Because I Love You. Very soulful. Very beautiful. Very independent. Uh, it's a beautiful sound. I said it again when I recommended Mariba. We just don't have enough of it, and we need to listen to it more. So definitely go check it out. Oh, give me a second, nigga. That ass. Oh wait, he's been, he's been ranting this entire. <laughs> okay, uh, so like my artist recommendation is Aries. Uh, he's an artist I've been listening to for a while. He just dropped a album last Friday called Welcome Home. It's pretty good. Bye, B. Sing song rap. Yeah, that's alright. Does it have to be like they just dropped something? Is it just a new artist? Just just whatever. Alright, check out your boy Rob on SoundCloud. <laughs> yes. Facts. Uh nah, but on some real shit. Uh it's really on SoundCloud. You can check out my album Creative Progress. Uh nah, that was a joke too. But said Morimoto. Um I do not know the last time this man dropped music. Uh, he's a Japanese, like, jazz, productionist, rapper. He's just, he's just a dynamic artist. This man just makes music and makes sounds in ways that I, I have no idea how. Um, and he makes most of it by himself. 
His most recent album was Cannonball from 2018, and it blows my mind. Um, yeah, check that shit out. Word. <laughs> this has been Wavelength. Peace out. We'll Thank see you, you next listening. week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the YouTube video. Well, follow us. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it.